definitely human. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, welcome to Back to Earth, a podcast about roots. I'm Charlie May. This is episode 23. It is summertime and I'm in the garden picking raspberries. Oh, it's a little bit windy. I'm in the garden picking raspberries in dad's honor. It's five years today since he passed away quite tragically from a sudden brain tumor. Um, And we all went home to look after him. And so in his final three months of life, we sort of looked after him in the house And every year we like to all get together and just sort of remember him and go on a little day trip somewhere um, and just all be together as a family because it was quite a traumatic thing to go through, obviously. But yeah, we miss him every day. I miss him so much. So one of the things that I'm doing is picking raspberries. We've got these raspberry bushes out the back, which were his absolute favorite, tomatoes and raspberries. So I felt like what better time to honor his memory than to come out here in the morning and pick some ripe berries. The bees absolutely love it on these raspberry bushes. There's so many different types of bumblebees. There's even some wasps having some breakfast. And I'm managing to pick a pretty full punnet. Mm, they taste so good. Um, I've been putting them in my morning smoothies. And mum also likes to make raspberry jam out of them. There are so many. There's some actually. The trick to picking raspberries is you've actually got to get down quite low and look above. Because there will be so many hiding. We reach in. Oh, (laughs) some of them haven't been found in a while, and they just sort of fall apart in your hands. Some of them are too hard, and you can't pick them at all. You've got to sort of come out here every day and just keep going over and over them to see what's ripe. Little bumblebees. I wonder if you can hear the bumblebees. I just held my mic up to a tiny bumblebee. It might not be that nice to listen to. So, (laughs) apologies if you have a fear of uh, buzzing insects. So I better go inside and pack, scoop up my brother, get everything ready. And yeah, we're going to go to Heartland, which mum's never been to before, which is kind of unbelievable. I've never been to. I mean, it's funny, you can live in Devon your whole life and not go to certain points. It's on the southwest coast, um, sort of the next one along from Westwood Ho and Biddeford. And it's supposed to be quite an epic kind of landscape with jagged rocks poking up out of the sea. So I can't wait to see it. Little family trip to remember dad and everything he loved about being in Devon and I don't know, us being together as a family too. Shush you. God, the sparrows are always giving it large. (laughs) Are we ready to plan our trip today? I've come up with a few suggestions. Yes. Yeah? Okay. So. Surprised uh, you use anything as old fashioned as maps. (laughs) Well, I thought it would be easier for us to all look at (laughs) four and five. Does that mean pages four and five? There's Roman numerals on this map, it's so old. There we go. Excellent. Okay. Hang on, I need my reading glasses. (laughs) 
there is a waterfall called Specs Speaks Specs Speaks. Speaks Waterfall. Um, and it's yeah here somewhere. There's a little okay. duck. I'm imagining it's there. So that's a 50 minute drive away. Come along. 50. Yes. Five zero. Yes. I know. It's a. Do you know any good songs, Harry? <laughs> Wheels on the bus. <laughs> Wheels on the bus. Yeah. So I thought we can come along and see the waterfall first. It's a short walk from the car park, and that's a bit of a hike. So you're on the top of the hill, and it's a bit of a treacherous. <laughs> you're looking at your mum. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that treacherous, but it's a little bit steep—a steep clamber down to the beach. So we can either look from above, or we can clamber as you wish. We don't have to do the whole thing, but it looks super, super beautiful. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just like to send mum into a panic. <laughs> and then we can go down a little bit further south. There's a 13th century thatched pub. But yeah, what do you think? You've never been to Heartland before, have you? None of us have. Not to where you're talking about, no. Well, it looks amazing. The whole coast around there, it looks really, really incredible. So um, rugged and beautiful. Dog's a dog comes from Heartland. <gasps> O-M-G, Doug Spiracy. Okay, so we've packed a spare change, or I've packed a spare change of clothes. I've got trainers, I've got walking boots, just in case. I've got shorts, I've got trousers, I'm also wearing a onesie. <laughs> What's going to happen? Why I don't know, I just like to be prepared. No coat? No, no coat. It's actually quite sunny at the moment, but you think that on the coast it's going to be we quite windy cold. Heartland Point, the wind will blow us. You might need a coat. Best to put one in, we've got the room in the car. Okay, can I borrow a coat? <laughs> I haven't brought one. <laughs> All right. We tried to go to the Speaks Millmouth Waterfall and it took us along this back road where we thought, okay, this can't be the right parking. And we did it for so long. We thought, okay, no, let's just go to the pub. So we decided to follow the back road along to the pub and the roads were pretty hairy, weren't they? (laughs) They were very hairy. There's so many potholes. Not even that. The roads were so narrow and really overgrown. Yeah, fallen down branches and um, some roads that said not accessible my motor vehicles. (laughs) Deep, really steep hills. You were terrified of meeting someone, weren't you? We weren't in a four by four, so it was a bit of a hard work on the old girl. You know, (laughs) I I don't mean me; I mean the car. (laughs) This old girl as well. Yeah, we've made it to the old Smithy Inn, which is a 13th century thatched pub, and it sells local food and drinks sourced from the local area. So, I'm quite hungry. Don't know about you guys. Yeah, let's give it a go. Cheers. 
wait for him to sit down. Okay, yeah. cheers. Cheers. Pull of the way. Yeah, to, yes, dad. to dad. To dad, definitely. To be a dad. Miss him every day. I picked some raspberries this morning in his oh, honour. Did, yeah. did you? Yeah. I had one, they're very nice. Yeah, they are nice. One whole raspberry. Oof, one of my favourite day, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it sounds a bit adventurous. I'm going to try the crab. Oh, are you? Yeah, he's having a half shell crab, local crab. Ooh. It looks really nice. He might as well have some West Country food. I could have a burger anywhere. Exactly right. So we just finished having lunch at the pub. We had a traditional fish and chips. I had a West Country battered haddock that was absolutely delicious. And David had a veggie burger that was okay. <laughs> Even okay is a bit too positive. I think. Oh, right, okay. It was pretty bad. But I've come to expect that from Devon pubs. Yeah, Devon doesn't really cater for vegetarians, unfortunately. <laughs> anyway, we loved the pub. <laughs> it was really beautiful. We are fed and watered and we are back on our original plan to see the waterfall. So we've gone off of the sort of off-piste roads and we've gone down to Heartland Quay. We've just pulled into the car park. We've had to pay to use the toll roads. Um, but it is the most spectacular view. We've got like a 180 degree view of the turquoise blue sea. And then there's just jagged rocks kind of all along the headland, like looking up. We're looking north at the moment, I think. And then Lundy Island, like a little jewel on the sea to the left. Are you just becoming a Devon tourist board at this point? <laughs> so do you want to hear some fun facts about Heartland Quay? Yes. The harbour dates back to the time of Henry VIII until a storm led to the complete destruction of the pier in 1887. <laughs> you just remembering that? Yeah. Parts of the old formation stones can still be seen at low tide. The only evidence visible at all times is the lime kiln. We've got a lime kiln at our house. <laughs> what? Heartland Quay experiences some of the roughest seas in winter and is a former harbour. Heavy goods such as lime, slate and coal were shipped in from across the Bristol Channel and local produce such as barley and oats would have been shipped out. With the arrival of the railway in Biddeford, maintenance of the pier ceased and by 1896 the greater part of the pier had been destroyed by storms. The buildings were converted into a hotel and pub at the end of the 19th century. Do you work for them or something? No, I'm just a fountain of knowledge. <laughs> Why are you doing that weird voice? You sound like a robot. This is the fountain of knowledge. Heartland Key was featured in a number of films, including Treasure Island. I think you have, like, a spider in your hair. Ah! <laughs> Get out! Um, most recently, Rebecca was filmed in 2020, which they had to rebuild the whole key. Is that what that boat was? Yes, there is a boat by the car park. Um, you know that church at the top of the hill there? It is sometimes dubbed the Cathedral of North Devon. Why? Because of its majestic steeple. It's so tall. Is it called a steeple? What's the tall bit of the church called? The walls? I don't know. No, I don't know. But people dub it the Cathedral of North Devon, which seems very majestic. That's all my facts. How was your ice cream? Really good. I had a raspberry and clotted cream ice cream it was delicious what, what was yours like i didn't have an ice cream ice creams for children yeah they are big kids like me well that was extremely fun and informative thanks i aim to please <laughs> <laughs> so we're just walking along the southwest coast path from heartland key to speaks waterfall 
and the scenery is absolutely breathtaking. We just can't believe it. It's so incredible. Like the the actual southwest coast path itself is a graveled pathway. It's like a little bit rocky, but it's quite easy to walk on. And then either side, you've got this incredible landscape of jagged rocks sticking out of grasslands. You can see where the soil has eroded over different storms into the sea. The sea is to the right of us. It's quite calm today, but you can see all the rocks sort of coming up over the very, I don't know, how would you describe it? There's like low rocks and then there's big jagged rocks sticking out of the top. <laughs> it's like something like Lord of the Rings. Yes. I'd like to see some orcs running with some hobbits just over there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pumped to see this waterfall. Is it going to be that good? I can't imagine the waterfall is going to compare to the rest of the No, scenery. I think the waterfall is just a... Highly overrated. Yeah, it's all of this, which is incredible, I think. The giant rocks sticking out look like they've been pushed up by like tectonic plates or something. They just jut out of the ground suddenly. And then we're just walking on sort of very calm lowland grass. It's quite short. I imagine there must be goats. I think I read that there are goats similar to Valley of the Rocks. Oh, it's just amazing. And then there's all these really old brick walls, these dry stone walls that have got sort of soil and grass growing over the top. They look hundreds of years old. And then all these um, kissing gates, I suppose, to stop the animals from getting out. Look at all that heather, so pretty. There's like dotted pink across the hillside. Ooh, so we've just come down a steep bit of the hill, but I think I can see the waterfall ahead. It was so steep. We just had to wind around some really thin, rocky, very horizontal cliffs. Mum and Harry are still clambering down it now. But yeah, I did nearly trip a couple of times to my certain death, but I made it. I've survived. What about your mum? Is she all right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, she looks <laughs> like she's taken it in her stride. Bless her. So we've just come to, I guess this is it. I can hear falling water. Let's go towards the sound. There it is. Oh, wow. It is a proper waterfall. Oh, my God. It's like a little slice of Iceland. Wow. It's just going through rock. It's sort of cutting through rock down the valley and then falling down the cliff at a horizontal drop. It's beautiful. Proper waterfall. So we're here. How did you fare after that little clamber there? All right. Yes. 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 <laughs> took it slowly. Took it slowly. Took Harry's hand occasionally on the steep bits. Yep, it was good. How amazing is this? Have you ever seen a waterfall in North Devon? No, not this big. Yeah. No. Would you say it's about 20 feet high? Probably more. More? 20, when you go down uh, there, we'll measure you. Yeah, <laughs> well, if you take into account that as well, it's got a long drop. Yeah, it? very long. It's sort of cutting through the rocks, through the valley, and then down a 30-foot drop, let's say, and then a, a small stream a little bit further down, and then back down again, it's falling. Yes, it goes horizontally along the bottom of that major rock and then drops down again. Imagine what it's like in the winter when it's raining and the river's at full tilt. Oh, it must be raging. Mm. We've just clambered down and we're stood right in front of the mouth. No, it's not the mouth of the waterfall, wherever it falls down. It's amazing. It's actually so much cooler and it feels really fresh. There's like a pool underneath. I just wish I'd brought my bathing suit to swim in it. I'm sure that would be very inappropriate, but oh, it looks incredible. I was just saying to David, this feels so romantic. I would ask him to marry me all over again.
Just cracked open a bottle of a Passamento. Whenever I see it on the shelf, I've always got to grab a bottle. It's a bit expensive, but it's so good. It's got like a nice wax top as well. But anyway, we're not here to talk about <laughs> my love of wine. We're here to talk about my love of my dad. And I found out a fun fact the other day that he was actually just born in the house just at the bottom of the hill of where our house is now. And I just found it kind of funny that, you know, you can spend your life traveling around and you actually just end up a stone's throw away from where you were born. Yep, sure is funny <laughs> how things turn out. Shut up. No, Dad loved North Devon so much. He loved the countryside here. He studied in Sirencester, away from North Devon. And he lived in France for a bit. He travelled around. He was big into skiing. He was really good at water skiing. He could let go of the water ski reins and just sail into the shore. <laughs> Is that such a boss move? I have only ever water skied with you on a honeymoon. And it's not easy. <laughs> so difficult <laughs> hanging on for dear life i would never have let go i would have just face palmed into the water yeah. and he went diving a lot yes so him and his friends used to go diving together and they would all play pranks on one another so one of his friends once turned off his oxygen behind him so he couldn't breathe and then was like holding it so he couldn't reach back and like turn the oxygen back on again he was like like underwater and then eventually let him go and they were like sort of you know spearing each other trying to like sort of have a punch up underwater yeah but i think from then on they just used to do it to each other it was like a great laugh (laughs) when you're so deep underwater and like they used to go diving off of scotland and um also diving off of Lundy, i think and just the visibility is sort of a meter in front of your face and so i can't imagine how terrifying that would be to suddenly be out of oxygen deep down with your mates like laughing you so wanted me to enjoy diving didn't you i did i just yeah i think i got my love of the water from my dad and i absolutely love diving and snorkeling and we went diving on honeymoon and oh my god david was so hilarious he kept pressing the wrong button shooting up to the surface he was swimming upside down he was just a fish out of water literally he was just like a man underwater flailing around it's almost as if we're not supposed to be there (laughs) there are rules the sea is their domain not ours So even after all those adventures, he still wound up basically back where he started. Just a little bit further up the hill with his own little domain. He was very proud of, he absolutely loved the farm and there's nowhere else he'd rather be. And now it's your burden. Now it's my burden. And I think, you know, I feel that it's not a burden, it's a joy. And I feel like I want to keep it alive in his memory because he just built something so special. And I just want to cherish it and nurture it and make it even more beautiful and take on things that he dreamed of doing. Doing, you know, like 30 years ago, he dreamed of doing a vineyard and now I'm doing it. See, I just feel like I'm sort of taking the baton. So I thought the vineyard was your idea. Mum told me later on, after I started doing the vineyard, she told me he wanted to do it 30 years ago. Was he also a fashion designer at some point? Maybe. I mean, he had some pretty good looks back in the 80s with the flares and the, um, what did he have? Like a, he had a chin strap. He had a chin strap beard because he was diving all the time. He couldn't have a mustache because it would lose the suction cup on his mouth so he just had a chin strap beard he looked like he was Amish like mum had to beg him to shave his beard once they married It was so nice to be able to actually honour him this year. We usually do like a yearly get together and last year we couldn't do it because of COVID. So it was really nice to sort of uh, continue the tradition this year and yeah, many more years to come. Being five years, it felt like a very special one this year and I loved being able to go to Heartland and just spend time with you all. It was amazing. I liked it too. Yeah, you did. (laughs) 
This episode is dedicated to my father, David May. I love you, Dad, and I know that if you were here with me today, you'd say, Ah! I'm a ghost! More Devon adventures coming soon. In the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram at Back to Earth Podcast, on Twitter at Back to Earth Pod, and on TikTok at Back to Earth Charlie. Music is by John Day, artwork is by Eric Chow, and this episode was edited by David Knight. Thank you guys so much, and thank you guys for listening. And if you're supporting us on Patreon, stay tuned for our after show series, Hashtag Farm Life. This week, we're talking about shipwrecks shipwrecks <laughs> shipwrecks find out more at patreon.com forward slash definitely human back to earth is a definitely human production okay bye for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.